where our highest priority is making God real in your life. You can visit us online at womanatthewellministries.org. Now sit down with us as we look to the scriptures to learn more about God and to strengthen our daily walk with Jesus Christ. So often in our lives, we suffer from nearsightedness. We can't see beyond the present, beyond what we know beyond the familiar, or beyond the ordinary. There is a cure for this, but it isn't found even at the best of optometry offices. It is found at the feet of Jesus and wrapped in unstoppable faith. The Bible says, But without faith it is impossible to please him, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. In Hebrews 11.6. In Proverbs 29.18 we read, Where there is no vision, the people perish. Join us in this podcast of Women at the Well Ministries as Kim Miller takes us on a journey through the scriptures, showing us how to launch into the deep by strengthening our faith. Hello, and thank you for joining us in this podcast of Women at the Well Ministries. And oh, how I want unstoppable faith. Oh, how I want to be the person that God can trust to do the jobs that he's asked me to do. Oh, how I want to be the person who God can do extraordinary things with because I am a willing vessel that follows his commands. Let's pray. Our kind and most gracious to Heavenly Father, Lord, I just ask that you would remove me from this message. I pray, dear God, that you would give me the words to say, and that you would open up our hearts and our minds to hear what you have to say. Lord, may this time that we invest in your word change us forever. And thank you for your presence. And in Jesus' name we pray, amen. I'm going to read an account in Luke chapter 5 of verse 1 through 7 that is outstanding to me. And on first observance of this account, It may seem ordinary, but to me it is extraordinary. And let's begin reading in Luke chapter 5, beginning in verse 1. And it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Genesaret and saw two ships standing by the lake, but the fishermen were gone out of them and were flashing their nets. And he entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's, and prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the people out of the ship. Now when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, Launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a drought. Simon answered and said unto him, Master, we have toiled all the night 
and have taken nothing. Listen to this. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. And when they had thus done, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and their net break. And they beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ship, that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both the ships so that they began to sink. Now I want you to know that Peter was an accomplished, experienced fisherman. He knew his craft. He had made a living fishing. And he had just experienced a night of doing everything he knew, toiling tirelessly all night long in the very same place and coming up with nothing. But Jesus says to him, launch out into the deep. And I want you to see that that is exactly what Simon Peter does. And in verse 8, when he has had this amazing reaping of his obedience, he falls down on his knees. He feels unworthy. So let's talk about that for a minute. Erica read in your hearing Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6 that says, But without faith it is impossible to please him, and you must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. I want you to talk in your heart and head here and with Jesus about the faith that's demonstrated by Simon when he launches into the deep. I also want you to realize he couldn't have been in his best self. He had worked all night long. I don't know if any of you are fishermen, but those of you who are fishermen know just an hour or two of not even getting a nibble, it's, it, it doesn't make you a happy camper. And you can get incredibly frustrated in a real hurry. And I wonder if Simon Peter didn't think as he was looking at the master who tells him to launch deeper and do this all over again, the same thing he had done before. Like, I wonder why he didn't say, well, who do you think you are? Well, he was Jesus. And that's why he didn't say, who do you think you are? Because the first thing I want you to see about this account in Luke chapter 5 is that Peter knew who Jesus was. And when Jesus spoke... Peter had enough faith in who Jesus was to do what he said. Now, it's interesting that Peter is blessed and Peter reaps the reward of his obedience. But Peter was also allowed to tell him what he was thinking at the moment. God did not punish him at all for him saying, hey, I did this last night. See, in fact, I believe that Peter's admission to the Lord that he had done that last night was a deeper statement that said, I've done this before. It didn't work for me last night, but because you say do it, I'm going to do it. 
See, we sometimes get caught up in our own reasoning and we would come to the Lord when he asked us to do something. Say, I've done that before and it didn't work. And then we just stopped there. Peter says, look, I've done that all night long, but he doesn't stop there. He continues to obey God. Obedience is better than sacrifice. And when we obey the Lord, we reap the results of those benefits and blessings that God has for us because we have shown that we are committed and we are all in and we are following God. So our vessel is one that can be blessed and can receive the blessings of God. You see, so many times we are on our own because we have tainted our vessel We have sin in our lives, and our lives simply cannot hold the pure and holy blessing of God because we have not allowed God to cleanse us. We have not because we ask not, and sometimes that ask not is we have not asked, Lord, make me a vessel fit for your service. Make me a vessel fit for your kingdom. Help me be a vessel whose witness is strong. Teach me your ways. Show me how to follow you. Speak to me. Let me know you, God. I love you, God. Let me understand who you are and who you want me to be in you. We just stop with, I did that. Which what that says is, you're wrong. Who do you think I am? I understood that. I tried that last night. There wasn't any of that. No, Simon Peter launched out into the deep. Now, sometimes I think we don't launch out into the deep because our faith is just too weak. We don't recognize who God is. We don't believe that it rewards them that diligently seek him. We don't believe his promises or we would surely seek him. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and it shall be given you. Ask and ye shall receive. We would exercise our faith and reach for him and reach for more and grow in him every single day if we honestly had faith in who he was. Let's talk about how that works. In Matthew chapter 14, beginning in verse 25 and following, we hear this. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them, walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit, and they cried out for fear. But straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. And he said, Come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and called him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? So what we see in this account is that, again, 
is Peter. And here's Peter in the boat with the disciples. There's a storm troubling around them. He sees a, a, a figure on the water. And he's afraid. And I want you to know that Jesus doesn't want you to be afraid. Perfect love casts out all fear. When Jesus sees the fear in Peter, even though I'm sure he's like, come on, I'm Jesus. You know who I am. You've walked with me. You've talked with me. I'm Jesus. Yet Peter can't recognize Jesus in the situation. But I want you to know that Jesus is already there in the situation. And so often in our lives, we don't recognize that Jesus is already there. We don't recognize who God is. We don't see him for the things that he's doing for us. We have not trained ourselves and disciplined ourselves in the word and in prayer enough to hear the voice of God, enough to know the actions of God, enough to be able to pick out the characteristics of God. And so he can be right in front of us, hands stretched out wide, trying to help us and plead with us to come follow, to hear him, to do what he asks us to do. And we won't because we can't recognize him. Oh, how we need to discipline ourselves to know the voice of God. In fact, the Bible says, my sheep know my voice. When we know Jesus, we know him. And he is the shepherd. And just as he was shepherding Simon Peter in this boat. And just, I want you to see that Peter, when he recognized it was Jesus, he wanted to go to Jesus. He said, Lord, if it be you, bid me come. And when Jesus said, come, Peter went. Just like in the account of Luke, when he said launch, when he said go, he went. But Peter and me, we have so much in common. I can get going in the right direction. And something happens around and it kind of distracts my, my, my vision of who God is. And I might begin to sink a little. And that's what happened to Peter. He was walking on water, and I believe he said, Holy Toledo, I can't walk on water. I'm a person. And immediately he takes his eyes off of Jesus, and he begins to sink. But I want you to see that even though Jesus was there, and he was afraid when he didn't recognize him, and even though Jesus said, Come follow me, and Peter really wanted to get close to him, that when the things around him began to stir, G Peter took his eyes off Jesus. And he sank. But I want you to also remember that immediately in the midst of that, he knew who to turn to, even though he had just turned away from him. He said, Lord, save me. But even more amazingly, I want you to see what God did. Jesus didn't recognize, didn't, didn't hold it against Peter that he didn't recognize him. He didn't hold it against Peter that things were going good and he was coming towards him and then he got distracted again. But he honored Peter when Peter asked for help and immediately saved him. 
And he took him back to the boat safely. When we launch out in the deep, it is an expression of our faith. When we launch out in the deep, we do it because we know that God has us in his providential care. We know that God's plans are greater than our plans. We know that he has a plan to prosper us and to give us a hope. We know that God is in control. And that's why you go again. That's why you follow the command to launch into the deep. And at that moment when you follow his command and you launch into the deep, you're submitting to God. See, so often we don't do the launching into the deep, and some of that is because we're just happy with the status quo, maintaining and not gaining. We're just good with what we have. Me and Jesus, we got an understanding. That's baloney. The understanding you have is come follow me. Pick up your cross daily. You're kidding yourself. You're shortchanging yourself. You're diminishing your relationship with Jesus when you don't launch, when he says launch. A lot of us just don't like to get out of our comfort zone. The things that God asks me to do are always out of my comfort zone because I have a personality that if it was in my comfort zone, I'd be telling him how to do it. I wouldn't be seeking his guidance. That's just reality. So the things God asks me to do are generally things that I don't feel comfortable doing because I have to be 100% dependent on who he is. And some of us just don't want to get out of the comfort zone. See, if you do the same place, using the same techniques, using ordinary efforts, you're going to produce no gain. You're just going to stay right where you are. See, doing the same thing and expecting different results is a definition of insanity. You got to do something different to get something different. And what did Peter do differently in Luke? He went out on the Lord's command. Not on his own. He fished the same, but the results were different because he wasn't going out on his own strength. He wasn't going out in his own capabilities, and he certainly wasn't relying on them. He was going out in obedience to the command God had given him. See, when we bring Jesus into the situation, things change. We see that clearly in Luke chapter 5, verses 1 through 7. All night long, Simon Peter had fished, and it resulted in nothing. But now Jesus is brought into the situation. He commands them to launch out into the deep and to drop their nets. And even though Simon Peter doesn't understand, as we said earlier, his faith in Jesus was so strong that he obeyed. And the gain was so enormous, he wasn't prepared to receive it. He will out-bless you. He will give you more than you can imagine. Luke 6.38 says that give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down and shaken together and running over, shall men give unto your bosom. For with the same measure that ye meet with, it shall be measured to you again. You can't out-give God. 
And so when you get out of your comfort zone and you stop doing what you've always done and you launch out into the deep and you live your life in the presence of God, in the strength of God, under the command of God, in obedience to God's word, and you welcome him into every aspect and part of your life and you obey his voice and you will sit back and you will reap amazing benefits because he wants to bless us. Strengthen your faith. Believe his word. Launch out into the deep, even if you don't clearly understand why or how. You don't have to understand why or how. You just have to understand who. Who's given you the order? And when it comes from Jesus, you simply obey. Have sufficient faith to follow. Because lack of faith is what leads us to disobedience. We must trust and obey. If Simon Peter had been stuck in his routine, if he had been all about himself and his greatness and his knowledge and had not abdicated the throne of his heart to God, he wouldn't have gotten that. He wouldn't have reaped those benefits. His disobedience would have been very negative results for him. But his life reflected a relationship with Jesus, and he walked in the presence of Jesus. He welcomed Jesus into his life, his routine, and even into his work. Every part of who he was accepted the presence of God. And we saw in Matthew that he sought God. He went towards God. What are you doing with your life? Every presence of God, the ever presence of God needs to be in every part of your life. You need to seek him in all ways and in all things. He obeyed Jesus even when he didn't understand or probably even agree with him. How about you? It's no doubt to me that Simon Peter's obedience resulted in his victory. And at any point when his faith would have failed him, he would have lost the victory. Faith invokes the presence of God, and the presence of God guarantees a victory. Faith invokes the presence of God, and the presence of God guarantees a victory. So the next time you find yourself living a little status quo, maintaining and no gaining, have a conversation with Jesus. Launch out on faith to do what God has already called you to do. Be obedient to his word. Embrace him in all parts of your life. Welcome him into every breath you breathe. Because he said in John 10.10, I come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. The abundant life is giving your life up and taking his on.
Thank you all for joining us today in this program of Women at the Well Ministries. We pray that it has been a blessing to you, and we encourage you to reach out to us through our website or our Facebook page. You can find us at watwm.org and at facebook.com slash watwm, where you will find devotions and many additional Bible resources to enhance your personal walk with God. Women at the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father, and it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. If you would like to partner with Women at the Well Ministries, please visit our website at watwm.org. We would like to thank the gospel group Fudge Creek for letting us play their hit song, Happy Girl. We greatly appreciate your prayers. Know that we pray for our listeners. Remember that God loves you and you are loved. Happy girl.